0: How you doing?
1: Good. Good. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet, sweet.
2: Well, so you're on yeah, the road. Yeah, I'm on the road. We haven't done this in forever.
0: Yeah. Well, I got to I got to readjust on my levels here because it's you're coming in hot.
2: <laughs> yeah. In this car, it's pretty hot.
0: <laughs> so you're on the road again. <laughs>
2: On the road again, just like the old days, man.
0: Just like the old days. Where were you headed?
2: I am gonna go get a massage.
0: Oh well, nothing wrong with that. Yep. I didn't. I didn't yeah. think they
1: were doing that yet.
2: No, that was uh, that was like the last phase of opening. Yes, we are lucky enough in our province of this country that our cases are not as high as elsewhere.
1: Right.
2: Um. There's full sanitizing procedures and all this stuff, and I have to wear a mask in there.
1: Right. Well, good. Uh, she, but,
2: I think she's using gloves on me.
0: Well, good. As long so, as as long as there's precautions being taken. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: yeah, and everything's uh, it's in compliance with all the rules. Right. Uh, and then some. Like she's taking it a little further, which is probably good.
1: Perfect. Good to hear.
2: So, I I want to keep it light, but we have something we have to talk about.
0: Well, uh, did you want to plug your new um, your new space?
2: Yeah, you know what? Let's do that.
0: Yeah, let's do that.
2: Let's uh, let's keep it light for a few more minutes. So, we are making the move over to Podiums, which is uh, another podcast provider.
0: Right. So currently, you're using you're using Podbean.
2: Which I was pretty happy with, o- honestly. Um, out of you know, when you're buying a house, It's probably the best way to look at it. When you're buying a house and you're shopping, and you know you're you're going from place to place, and it, it's real easy to make a decision based on your emotions. Right. But you have to have a list of of must-haves and I don't care. Right. So if you're buying a house, you know, the master bedroom must be a minimum size. It must be, you know, so much square footage. It must have two bathrooms. Um, It must have, you know, three bedrooms. You got two kids, whatever. So, you you know, these are minimums that you have to have. Right. Everything else is all, is all um, icing on the cake. Right. But you if you come across a house that has, you have, say, you have four things on that list that you absolutely have to have, and there's only three of those four things, but it's got a whole bunch of other bells and whistles that are really nice, but it only has three of the four things you want. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at with Pudge.
0: Okay, it's it's, one thing, it's almost there, but not quite.
2: Yeah, and it's like. All the extra bells and whistles it has are awesome, and they're things that I didn't think I would ever use or ever want, and I use them all. And they're, you know, they're great. A lot of great tools. Um, Podbean's a really big company. Their the pricing structure is pretty good. Right. But they made a change several years ago um, after I started, where they their
1: analytics
2: dropped off and how they measure measure stuff. So that was the big turnoff for me because they don't measure streams anymore. They don't, uh, they sent a letter. I can't, don't quote me on this, but they basically felt that it wasn't important to measure streams anymore. Okay. That, you know, people only, people only download, a download is the only true measurement of your podcast. Streams don't.
0: Now is just the, just the way that it's structured, or do they get charged for um, I don't know for these for regulating the streams or for telling you how many streams there are? Because obviously um, they they used to do it, but now they don't.
2: You know, I, I almost think there's a political reason behind it or something. Like I, I, I'm not really sure. But so for those lists, like the four things that you want in your house when you're buying a house. The four things I want in a podcast. So for all those listening that want to start their own podcast, the, the things to look out for uh, when you're picking which, which service you're going to go through to, to have your podcast out there, you should really make a list of the things you must have and the things that don't matter to you. So for me, the number one is the analytics. That's my number one.
0: Well you, well you want to know who's listening and and if you know if, if it's being streamed or downloaded i'm sure everyone who has a podcast and they want to kind of put it out there and they want it, they want to know who's watching or who's listening like i
2: know i know for me i don't download podcasts at all no I stream everything yeah just, especially working from home especially working from home why would i download it to my computer to listen
0: it's yeah same same as music i mean why why would you want to download everything if everything's streamable now it's just you're just taking up storage and then you have to buy more storage and why bother if if, if you if you have everything yeah. at the you know at your fingertips why go through all that extra you know extra stuff yeah, so, yeah exactly
2: like all current like everyone streams their music nobody downloads music anymore downloading the shows before you watch them I mean, that's, pod, podcasts are, you know, the same, the same,
0: the same animal, so. I mean, you know, unless you don't have internet access, you know, wherever you're going, you can download them and then listen to them later. Same, same exactly. with Netflix and movies that they, they have that yeah. option where you can download the movies.
2: But now with unlimited data plans with most home companies, like, why would you ever download anything ever again? You know? True. Unless you're going out of town, like you said, like that's really advantage So that's my number one for me is, is to measure streams because I think that's a true measure of how of how each episode does. Right. Because, I mean, you've got to analyze your, your show and you got to look at, you know, well, these episodes did really good and they were fun to do. We can do more of these. Uh, you know, these episodes didn't resonate with the audience at all. Well, you know what? Maybe we need to fix how we do those or how we advertise those. show them all your data. How are you going to get advertisers? They're going to take your word that you have so many streams a month. Like, so that was my number one. And these guys had it. And that's who I want to go with. Right. But, and, and also meet all the other criteria that, you know, all the other things on my list, you know, which is. Um, and how not, much? Uh, choking your bandwidth and stuff like that. Like.
1: And how
0: much more a month is it uh, versus the Podbean?
2: It's $3 more a month.
0: Okay, and how, how much was Podbean, just so people can kind of get an idea? Uh,
2: it works with it's Podbean, I think, nine ninety nine, dollars
1: 99 and uh, Podbean is twelve ninety nine. Now, this is American prices. Right.
2: So people keep that in mind. So... And they're out of the UK, they're a small company, so the things that I'm going to be able to get with Podbean for us is, um, other than you know my number one, we can still distribute to everybody, but they also come with a bunch of different website packages mm-hmm. that are really nice and easy to use. Podbean does have website-ish packages, but the the layouts of Podient are a lot sexier, mm-hmm. a lot nicer,
0: more user friendly, um, more intuitive. Yeah,
2: and, yep. And it also comes with a blog function, so you can you know run your blog through there.
0: Okay, so Podient does to have the blog. No. Okay, and you were saying. Um, so, okay, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. What, was your, what were you
2: going to say?
0: No, I was going to say you you had mentioned something about they also give you kind of a web space. Where you don't actually need to have a, a separate um, uh, web page, you can oh, have it on your yes, actual you can
2: use, right if you if you own your domain name, you can redirect I, I looked at it really really easily. you can redirect your potty and page to your domain name so when people you don't have to have your your podcast be potty and forward slash your podcast name. You can actually just be the domain name that you have, which is nice. Right. So I don't have to maintain a web. I will not have to maintain a website anymore separately, which is, you know, you know, another 15 bucks a month or whatever
0: it is. Right. One stop shop.
2: One stop shop. You can do everything in one place. And the analytics are like, they really, like I didn't need it this, you know, but it it, dr- it drills down to cities Oh. Stuff like that. Wow. So before, it was like, well, I know, you know, I know.
0: S- so Sweden uh, will be able to find out where, where they're coming from.
2: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That'd be awesome. Because it'll ping to a particular address. I mean, people bounce around, so right. some people, you know, you can't see where they are. But, you know, it, it'll be a nice analytic to see, oh, wow, we're all, we're only being listened to in rural towns. So our rural content maybe is what's drawing people in. Or, I don't know, like, you can just do more with it. Right. Um, i trying to think what else it comes with. Oh, we can also actually list the hosts of the podcast on there as well. So, so you and I will both, you know, have equal space on there. And we can also categorize all the episodes. Right. So, like, kind of like playlists. So, we, we have our... Uh, I mean, we can, like Corey's been on the show a gazillion times, and so is Tracy. Right. So for every time they've been on the show, I can create a different section just for the, you know, just for their episodes. Yeah. Or every time we played the versus game or incorrect journalism.
0: Yeah. I mean, like we can have pages category. Everything. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So that's that's exciting. I mean, the searchable function. Don't get me wrong, Podbean is pretty good. Like it's it's really good in all those things. They do offer more website design. But they're all in podcast format. They're not in website format, if that makes sense. Just kind of a... But I wanted ours to be a catch-all to have everything on there, so...
1: Right.
2: Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: So for someone starting out, if they went to Podbean, that that would probably be, be enough for them for now, regardless. You don't well, have to yeah, spend the, the extra cheap, money.
1: It's
2: the, yeah, it's the cheapest one. But Podbean... so the reason I switched to Podbean in the first place is they don't throttle your bandwidth. So, say you, you so there's that, that, remember the guys at the uh, Manitoba Podcast Festival that came in, they, they run that propaganda, uh show? Yep. So, what Sam was saying, you know, like, they they had an instant success with that show because, I mean, they're talking about propagandy, which is a beloved band. So, you know, right right out of the gate, you know, maybe they're thinking they're going to get, like, 10 downloads an episode or 10 streams an episode. <laughs> but I'm sure their numbers are huge because the fan base for propagandy is, is, is rabid for anything on Propaganda. Oh,
1: yeah. I
2: mean, like, so their numbers are through, through the roof. But if you had put your podcast in with a particular provider that throttles your bandwidth, and by that I mean is they only allow so many people to listen to your show per month. You're, you have a certain amount of bandwidth that can be used to download or stream your show per month. So if you happen to have a very strong episode and people just are not allowed to listen to it, that ain't good.
1: Yeah, the
0: internet's full. good at all. <laughs>
2: uh, the other thing too is, the, you know, so these are things you should be looking for. So throttle bandwidth is one. Uh, the other one is how much space you have certain providers only give you so much space. So, you, you know, and you may not be worrying about it, but, you know, we've got 290 episodes.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and at 290 episodes, you know, we would have run out 20 times over with a different provider. Right. And then you always have the option of, you know, upgrading to ask for more storage space. Right. But there's like with, Podbean, it was unlimited, and it is a podcast as well, which is good, Right. which is really good. So, I mean, those those are the main those are the main things I worry about. Sweet, yeah.
0: So that's it's it's kind oh. of all in progress at the moment. So you haven't, it's not all set up. I I, I went to uh, your main site, the uh and yeah. you, and you said something about um, it'll probably um, just revert you to. The new site, but it's I, that's not hooked up yet.
2: Oh no, no, I didn't do any of that stuff yet. Right. No, I, I had an hour this morning to work on it, and 20 minutes last night. So the website that I sent you, which I can't even wrote the addresses right now, it's still definitely a work in progress. But right, um, there's going to be a section on there for Corey's stuff, like the meet the geek stuff, because I mean we're yeah. still like really partnered yeah. with Corey. You know,
0: yep. I saw, yeah, I saw, I I mean, saw your just, links.
2: Yeah, that's just a that's given. Cool. <laughs> we'll always be partnered with him. Yeah. So I want to have those links up and running so we can, you know, always promote his stuff. That's very important to me to promote his stuff. Right. Um, but also, we can actually have a proper Todd talk, Tech Talk on there as well. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we'll have a page there for that, um, you know, links to the YouTube channels, all that sort of stuff. So, right. I'm really
1: excited. Like, cool. I don't
2: know. What, what do you think of the the layout?
1: I I like it. it it's
0: kind of similar to your web page, but it's designed for podcast slash built-in web page. It's yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with it at all. It's it's got the links in there. It's got the uh, everything's kind of sorted here. Let me just go back into. Oh, I already have it up here. Yeah, I saw you got one here for Dome, you got the uh, home, you got to about the podcast, meet the host, meet the geeks. Um,
2: and I haven't posted pictures up, like hardly any pictures up there. I also need to post a picture of yourself up there. And
0: Yeah, and then you've got uh, the episodes where we did, uh, you know, the real debaters and so far on there.
1: Sweet.
2: But dealing with them has been really good. Um, I had I had a glitch transferring the episodes over, um, and it stalled at about 86 episodes in, and there's some that wouldn't download at all, It wouldn't transfer at all. Okay. So I contacted somebody, and keep in mind, this company's out of the UK, so there's a bit of a time difference there. But um, they fixed it. I mean, within a day, not only did they address the, the issues I had, they they didn't, they didn't direct me to say, well, do this, do this, and then do this. No, they just took care of it themselves. They fixed it. Right. So I contacted them. They told me what they think the problem is. And then I had issues with logging in. Somehow it wasn't working and stuff. So they got back to me. Not only did they they, they get rid of the stuff I, I asked to have removed, they also made sure all my uploads were there and everything was there. All the graphics for, e- for each episode are there. Right. Um, like there's literally nothing
1: missing. Like it's like wow. So now I just have to work on the website part of it. Sweet. And uh, now, yeah, I,
0: I noticed the uh, d- just this last one, this episode two eighty eight for the RPG podcasting from the Manitoba Podcast Festival. I noticed on yep. the time it says fifty nine minutes and fifty nine seconds. Is there an hour cap on these, or or is that how long it was? I, I haven't looked at the other ones. No,
2: I think that's how long it was
0: that was the actual time okay
2: yeah because cool. um, because it was it was much less than that but with the intros we always have our 30 right. second promo at the beginning of our episodes that was in there and then the theme song which is another 15 seconds right and the panels were you know just under an hour so that should be about right
1: right and to
0: download an yeah, hour I mean, an hour's worth is 45 megs 45.5.
2: yep so that unlimited space really comes in handy like if you if you're starting your own show and uh you're you're capped off (laughs) you know yeah
1: yeah that's pretty cool
0: that's good yeah that uh it looks like everything it's 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 not overly you know when you look at something it's it's there's just too busy this is actually sleek it's you know uh the grays and the whites so far.
1: Um, Yeah. I I didn't do
0: anything. I
2: didn't adjust. I didn't adjust any fonts. I didn't adjust. I I adjusted nothing.
0: Yeah. That's all fine tuning, but this is so far. This looks really good. Puts all the podcasts in a nice little block here. And it shows you what the uh, synopsis is of the, of the podcast. And if you click on one, yeah. Then it just kind of opens it all up. It's almost like when you, uh, you go to Netflix and you click on the movie and then it gives you the whole, what, what the movie is about underneath it. So it'll have the episode, uh, what it's for, all the details actually you even have, uh, at certain points throughout the actual podcast, say at 43 minutes, uh, uh, 57 seconds. They talk about this, and uh, 33 minutes, so at 17, we talk about that. It, it's it's nice to be able to fast forward through those things when you want to, you know, listen to uh, to certain things.
2: Yeah. Well, I started putting timestamps on everything.
0: Yeah. That's um, a good just, you good know, idea. Like, no, I
2: think it's I think it's important because honestly. Um, you're not a hockey fan for example and we have a little bit where we talk about hockey well you can just skip that bit right you know or you know for, for if i'm talking about dome again for the hundredth time right <laughs> you know you can just you can just skip that too if you want right <laughs> but um well i'm at my destination here or almost i'm just parking the car are you free uh, in about an hour
0: Ah, uh, if I'm not eating, I should be, yeah.
2: All right. Yeah. I might, uh, we should talk about the heavy stuff, uh, maybe when I'm done.
0: Sure. If you're If you're up to it, sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, and, and speaking of dome, because we never talk about dome on the show,
0: um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> we gotta, I'm going to try to do a video clip of rock band and, and show you what I did
0: there.
1: Oh, yeah. Anyway,
2: I'm at my destination.
1: Uh,
0: I'll
2: call you in about an hour. Sounds good. An hour and 15, I guess.
0: An hour and 15? Okay. Yep. All right. So we'll talk to you then.
1: Awesome. All right. Later. All right. Later. Bye. Bye. Hello?
0: Hello. Are you are you all gum beat up? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> loose?
2: Yep. <laughs> uh, very loose. Oh good. Yep. Might as well have smoked a big fat J. <laughs>
0: <Uh-oh>. <laughs> you feel like a ball of dough that's been worked over? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good.
1: Good.
0: Uh, be able yeah. to drive home.
2: <laughs> yeah, no I'm good. Yeah. I was a little nervous going, I'll be honest.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Not not that I'm super paranoid about this stuff, but I don't know. The closest I've been to another human being <laughs> outside of my wife. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, odd.
1: Hmm.
2: But anyway. Um, well, then we want to talk about the elephant in the room.
0: <laughs> yeah. 80's uh, 80s bit the dust, I guess. Yep. Andy Van Halen, uh, died 65. He was probably my number one influence, uh, growing up playing. Uh, once, once I found, once I found him. I guess, Uh, and the very first album or any first time I've heard, I heard him was, um, I had gotten a radio for Christmas one year, and I, and then I got a tape of Van Halen 1984. Now, it was
2: 1984, that was the first,
0: that was the first one that I got. And this was after all the Van Halen 1, 2, Diver Down, Women, Children, you know, the whole gamut. So yeah. Yeah, I, I I wasn't really too familiar with it. But when I heard it, I was like, oh, my God, what is this? <laughs> you know, this the top Jimmy and uh, so, okay, the keyboards.
2: Can, can, we lead in, can we lead into that at all, Todd? Like, so
1: who were
2: you listening to or looking up to as a guitar player before 1984? Like, like, and, and what was the transition from being comfortable with whoever that was and then hearing Eddie Van Halen, like, well, was it, like, going from first gear to, like, fifth gear, or can you explain that to me? It,
0: I can try. <laughs> well, okay, so if, I, so if I step back, okay, Dad, growing up, uh, would play bass um, downstairs, And he would play through, and and we've we've probably talked about this before, I guess mom had one of those consoles, a record player, it had radio and everything built in. It was actually ran, it was a tube amp. And actually playing his bass through it sounded really awesome. So CCR, the Ventures, uh, the Playboys, that was kind of the music. Uh, Valdi. Oh God! There's so many.
2: Jim Crochet, maybe. Yeah, Jim Croce.
0: Time? Yeah, there, there was a lot of th- that music that he played. So it was that type of music that I listened to when I was growing up. Of course, we had we had AM radio, which was CKCW, which is probably still there today. Uh, but it was it was AM which, radio, which
2: was Burton Cummings and Glenn Campbell.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, Charlie Pride and and uh, Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton and the Beach Boys and. know all that type of stuff so when I uh, and so basically the the first time I heard anything that really kind of caught my eye was the Eagles Uh, when I heard them I think it was it was the Eagles live album the double album and really got into that and then uh, you know hanging around with 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 Gary um, there was a lot of uh, the southern blues rock ZZ Top Leonard Skinner you know that type of stuff
2: so uh, you were subjected to all this beforehand then?
0: Yeah, this was kind of all beforehand, before I, I actually heard of Van Halen, because then from there I, I, I kind of veered to uh, Rush that we had spoken to before. Uh, about, oh wait,
2: so wait, was Rush before Van Halen then? I
0: believe it was Rush up? before Van Halen. Okay. Because I'm trying gotcha. to, because this was a well, long time Canadian ago. Well,
2: Canadian content as well, right? <laughs> like, yeah. if anything is going to get played on Canadian radio. Well, I mean, I mean Chilliwack, the head
0: pins, I was really into at the time also. Uh, but then, in a Rush came out, that was a whole different ball game. And then Van Halen was just, you know, you, you thought you were in uh, Utopia until you heard Van Halen play. And Eddie was just, just it was the tone the speed with feeling which was the big thing I mean you can have speed yeah. and play like you know I mean you get Tony Alp- McAlpine or Malmsteen and, and they're all fast Satriani but the key thing is to have the feeling behind when you're playing and you could almost see his soul when, <laughs> when you would listen to his music just the, the tone of his guitar the way it the way it sounded the way he it was almost it was almost like a dance with his fingers on the fretboard and the way everything just kind of came out. And uh, from then, I think I heard Spanish Fly, and then I, I had a, uh, a classical guitar. Wait,
2: so you heard nineteen eighty four, the nineteen eighty four stuff? Yeah, first. And then, went, and then Spanish Fly would have been next.
0: Uh, once I, I I went to a different, I can't remember is is. Uh, like what? Yeah, that, like that was I'm really guitar. curious
2: where you went from nineteen eighty four to what. What was the Van Halen that followed that for you?
0: Well, back then it's not like now. Like back then it was like the only the only way you could listen to a song was either it was playing on the radio and you were fortunate which, enough.
2: Which they did not play Van Halen on the radio. Not not, not, not where we grew up. <laughs>
0: right. Not on A yeah, no, not really. Well, It was Jump, and that was about it. Yeah, AM radio was kind of crappy. Uh, FM radio came out great, but it was all country, and that wasn't what I was into. So I kind of... You still there? Yeah,
2: I'm still here. I don't know. Listen, listening. Oh, very fascinating. No,
0: no I was going to say, everything kind of dropped off. It sounded like you, you closed the window or something. <laughs> oh. Uh, so... Uh, yeah, so... With 1984... Um, when I heard it and I heard jump and then Panama and then the, um, you know, the video came out cause we had, uh, it was at MTV at the time.
2: Yeah. We had MTV at the time around the 1984 ish year.
0: Yeah. And they right. would have, and hey. they would, they would play jump. And it was like, what is that riff he's doing? Like, like, how is he doing it? And you pause, you try and, well, this was before our VCRs. I, I think it was at, <laughs> uh, our grandparents. Uh, So it was like you'd watch it and you'd try and absorb as much as you can to try and figure out what he was doing. I couldn't figure out what he was doing. He was just way too fast. Uh, And and like I said, when you wanted to listen to music, you either either had to have the tape or if you were fortunate enough to hear it on the radio and if you had a tape ready to go, you could hit record and hopefully you'd get part of the song anyway. So that was the only way to really listen to it. Um, And there was... I had one of those, uh, well, you know, we, we didn't have Walkmans. That was that was for the rich people. We had the, the Sanyo Walkabout walk <laughs> or something. I can't, I can't remember what yeah. it was called. So I had one of those, and I had actually modified it, and I had put a, I don't know what to call it, a, a volume or something. Something, I was trying to regulate the speed of how it was, it was being played to try and slow it down
2: yeah i remember this
0: yeah and it was so garbled because it was tape i mean it's not digital right so yeah, yeah you hear hiss and everything and whatever you can try and make out so i tried to do that that didn't work out then i went out and i tried to buy you know tab because i can't read music tab was the only other way i could really try and figure some of this stuff out
2: Publisher so for those who don't know what he's talking
0: about yeah and uh and even with that i, I couldn't really you know, sit down with it and you everything just you know you look at it, and it's just all it's just a bunch of numbers. And then you go, okay, this fret here, this finger, and that. Fre- I mean, you couldn't you couldn't gain a momentum enough to be able to hit all the notes, let alone you know put any feeling into it. So, um, I think I kind of got off track there, but.
1: <laughs> oh, this good. This is good stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh, hold on one second. Yeah. I got a I got a sweater on and I'm sweating here. There we go, that's better. Uh, so so yeah. you're going to
2: get into how you so so this is purely off the 1984 album. So you're you're listening to these songs, trying to catch them on the radio when you can to record them, and trying to find some way of with to
0: – No, no, sorry, sorry, down. sorry. No, no, no. I sorry, I got to go back a little bit again. So with the tape, I had the tape, 1984. That 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 I did have. So I listened to it. You did have okay. Um, I mean, I, I, I tried to figure out Jump in Panama and Panama and stuff like that. In Panama, I think we played a couple times at at uh, in high school and stuff for uh, yeah. was it amateur bands oh, yeah, and stuff. Uh, yeah. You really got me in a couple. You know the 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 popular ones. So, yeah.
2: So does that mean you went from 1984 to the first Ben Hamlin album?
0: Pretty much. Because it was yeah. like, well, who are these guys and what else do they have? So, of course, we didn't have the internet, so I had to wait till we actually went to an actual store to be able to see which, in the... Which would,
2: be, which would have to be in Moncton, so you actually had to go somewhere.
0: Right. We had actually had to go to Moncton <laughs> and go through uh, where the records were and look under V records or record tapes and see what they had so I think I had found I don't know if it was Diver Down Dan was the first one I found or Women and Children first I don't think it was Van Halen one and two I think the, I don't think those were there at the time but eventually I I what I had done is I had bought the tapes and I had played them so much that the tapes would actually stretch out so anybody who's ever had tapes before and actually played music to the point where the tapes would stretch and they'd squeal and they'd bind up, and then they, they would eat them, basically, and then you'd have to throw them open. So that, that's how how much I listened to them. Actually, I think I had actually recorded the tapes onto other tapes so that when the other ones wore out, I had something else to kind of go back on.
2: You had a knock-up. Oh, that's smart.
0: Just Just to listen to. And even when it went digital, it was just that much better because you could really hear everything. I mean, it's to the point now where they've actually taken the guitar track and pulled it out of the song. So, if you wanted to learn the actual song without all the distraction for the, for all the other instruments and the singing, you could actually do it if you wanted to. I, I haven't really sat down with that to try it, but um, definitely times are different between then and now because you'd have to go out and well, buy you'd have to go out and buy tab. Um, now I think I bought the whole. Digest. It think it was like twelve ninety nine or something, but you you could buy them where they were like you could get maybe one album or maybe two albums on there. It was like forty nine dollars, so the the prices yeah. have changed over over time for that type of thing. But uh, if we had YouTube back in the day, oh my God, <laughs> uh, for the amount of for the amount that I that I sat in my room and played, I'm, I'm sure I could have um, could have whipped them off. Um,
2: so, so what easier. was the first song that you actually learned to play
0: uh, I think it was I think it was Panama that would make sense yeah I think it was Panama and then I was uh, kind of doing the um, the synth and the the synth uh, parts off of jump on the guitar uh, tried to kind of do that I mean notes notes or notes doesn't matter what instrument it is if you can try and yeah. Uh, you
1: yeah, know, of course
0: Try and um, do it in a, in a different manner um, Yeah So from there That's when I when I had the other albums I'm not too sure again What what sequence I had them in But uh, for every one that I listened to I, I couldn't get enough It was like, well, when's the next one? When's the next one? Uh, but and then, I
2: used to keep bugging you To borrow the tapes Because I wanted to hear them too I remember, and I would, just, I don't think I'd sneak into your room to, to get them, and I think you'd be yelling at me, like, Sean, where's my effing tape or whatever?
0: <laughs> yeah, you open your tape thing, it says, it's not Van Hillen, what's it say? This is a, a Kiss album or something you had in there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this, but, yeah. That's... You know, I
2: grew, up, I grew up on Kiss, so <laughs> but I heard uh, 1984 would have been, I guess, my first day listen to do, too, thanks to MTV. Right, and I'm like, you know, I I, I go back and listen to my kids, and I'm like, wow, the guitar is nowhere near as dynamic.
0: <laughs> no, but that's the thing was, when you, when you listen to one thing, and you think you've you've hit utopia, and then all of a sudden something else comes out like, whoa, wait a second, because you're you're not used to hearing that type. I mean, he he turned guitar on his head. Like people, I mean, even the way they built guitars because he was so experimental and, and, and did so many different things, uh, either with amps or guitars or just his technique, um, yeah, he just kind of revolutionized uh, the way people played. And a lot like, of...
2: There's a lot of really hot guitarists that come out now and, you know, they, they always say, oh, they're the next big thing. But the next big thing is like a five-minute trend. You know, like when, when Eddie came on the scene and he changed the way music was recorded, played the way uh, guitar players were looked at the way guitars were not only played, but the way they were built. Like, yeah, there's, you know, this guitarist and that guitarist, but no one comes along and innovates at that level. And I don't, I would love to see another guitarist come along and have that much influence on the entire world like that. But people don't listen to guitars anymore.
0: Well, in, you know, in this in this day and age, right now, um, I, I I I listen a lot to uh, I think it's Phil McKnight. On, uh, he's got a YouTube channel. I know your know your gear, and uh, okay. I, I listen to him pretty much r- religiously. And um, they were talking about guitar sales and stuff. And I mean, some people have said, you know, they've they've single handedly Save uh, you know uh, the sales of guitars because they've bought so many. Like right now with COVID, everybody home and things to do. I mean, they're either buying pets, uh, they're buying guitars, uh, or a lot of uh, drugs and alcohol. <laughs> so, but, but <laughs> or video games <laughs> or video games. <laughs> but um, yeah, the, the guitar sales have actually kind of increased. I think over this last while, where Prior to that, I think it was kind of on the slide. Uh, Oh, yeah. But the thing is, is bands aren't really guitar-oriented as much now with music. At least, okay, I I shouldn't say that. I'm I'm thinking of, you know, the pop bands and stuff that are out now, that uh, there's virtually, it doesn't sound like there's a whole lot of guitar. It's just kind of all, it's almost like atmospheric music.
2: Yeah. Whereas there's no real instrumentation, it's just background.
0: Yeah. And anybody can play an instrument with their computer, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you just pick your
2: notes. You're yeah. not playing, you're just picking your notes.
0: Yeah. So like A C D C and Zeppelin and, you know, all the all the great bands that have that have come out um, with the, the boomers and, and you know, and in the eighties and nineties, um, and then just kind of petered off. Uh, once uh, I, think, I think hair metal just kind of kind of faded out a little bit, and everything else grunge and everything kind of kicked in, and then and then the stuff that they call music now um, is kind of followed. So yeah, it, like I I on my well I don't know if you saw on my uh, my Facebook page I actually put a picture of both my my yes. uh, my Eddie Van Halen uh, replicas that I made. Uh, one's the, the, the red and white and black. And then the other one is actually the black and white, which actually came before the red one. Uh, it's actually supposed to be the same guitar, <laughs> but yeah. I, uh, but I painted the black and white. And then what he had done, I guess he has, he had, uh, cut up the pick guard and, you know, he wanted to put a pickup in the neck and then he had it wired with a switch, like a five way or three or five way. I can't remember now. They had in the cavity. just kind of wired up. Just looks like a Frankenstrat, and that's what they call them, Frankenstrats. But it uh, it plays great. And I've got and with the uh the,
2: the yellow one. So that the yeah the Frankenstrat. What was, did he have? Was there a name for the white and black one?
0: Mm, a specific name? No, uh, possibly. But uh, there's the the, the, bum- the
2: the yellow one was called the bumblebee, right? Yeah,
0: the bumblebee, and that was buried.
2: And that with Dimebagger.
0: right? Yeah. Yeah, so that yeah. one, yeah. I, I never made one of those. but That made
2: uh, me cry, man.
0: Yeah, that was...
2: When I heard he he, he donated that guitar to Dimebag to be buried with uh, Dimebag Daryl from Pantera when he was shot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Eddie, you know, like, all, all ego and stuff aside, like, I know people talk about, you know, his ego and stuff, but, like, he was the guy that would reach out to Dimebag Daryl. And, 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 and talk with him, like actually take time to talk to his, you know, the people that worshiped him and he treated them like regular dudes, you know, like he did that with everyone. Like he was, it's like, Oh yeah, I know. I was friends with Eddie too. Like you always hear that, like this guitar player, that guitar player, you know, regardless of the style of music, he was he would reach out and go see these other guitar players play, and it wasn't like, "Oh, what are they doing?" I get a copy of that. It was this professional courtesy. I got to help these other guys out.
0: Well, musicians like, supporting musicians, yeah.
2: Yeah, it was it, it was beautiful, really. Like, you know, he could have just stayed up on his hill, you know, in his mansion, and 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 not associated with anybody, but.
0: Well, he was. I, I like think that, he was kind the of the other a, side of that. Great. He was kind of portrayed as an introvert, and I, and I don't know if that's if that's accurate or not. I don't think he was kind of. uh, I think Alex was more the extrovert. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Because he was he was a little louder. I think Eddie was just more the reserved type, and I don't think he really yeah. considered himself as a guitar hero. I mean, he was just that was the, what he did. That was his passion. That's yeah. what he loved to do, and he did it damn yeah. well. <laughs>
2: Damn well. I think that's a good uh, good way to finish it, I think, right there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But he'll surely be missed. Oh, man. Surely yeah. be missed. Yeah, I've, I've seen every, I mean, as soon as it happened, uh, I just took a look at Facebook and it just blew up. I mean, it had his picture everywhere, you know, yeah. um, with with some kind words. And uh, I was kind of in shock. I, I'm still kind of in shock. I mean, I, I don't... I'm not an overly emotional person, but you know, for for something like that, it's like wow, like he's it, it probably just hasn't hit me yet. But over yeah, the Yeah, it might be. Yeah. But I mean, that was he was a big influence at one point. And as time kinda went on, I kind of went more towards the Rush thing and, and uh uh the classic rock in general. But I never ever since I mean, it, it once it went from 1984, that was that was it. Like once once that finished, then it was the Van Van Hagar era, which was still good, but the sound changed. It was it was more yeah. it was more well. Let's it's let's let's, let's use some Eventide or let, let's use some chorus, you know, really heavy stereo chorus in in the sound and stuff. And I mean, which was which was good because I mean he was. It, like you said, he was an innovator. He wasn't going to just sit and do one thing once, right? Um, yeah. Because between his the very first album, you know, going through them, his sound kind of changed slightly over over the different albums. Mind you, they were probably produced. Very true. I mean, they were very produced true at different times. So obviously, the settings wouldn't be you know spot on exactly the same as the first album. Like the first album, that is raw. That is brown sound, just oh, yeah. oozing. <laughs>
2: I like the sound, like on OU eight one two, like I, there was a there was the, a tonal quality, not just to the guitar but to everything that I really liked. And then for Unlawful Carnage, had a different sound again. That the, I like the sound of uh, on that one quite a bit.
0: Yeah, they're, they're all... they always
2: like he never stayed still. But I think some people, you know, slam the Hagar years as well. It wasn't Van Halen anymore. It's like no, he just he just kept changing. Like he's not just gonna
0: just evolving Stay in a rut just evolving over the years
2: if he stayed in a rut we never would have had the first van halen album like really because i mean i'm sure he changed his son when he was playing you know parties in in pasadena and you know people's backyards to playing in clubs to when they recorded the first album you know
0: well he's he had a pretty d- distinctive tone on the on the first yeah. couple albums
2: yeah you could tell it was him but i mean he was he was always moving forward yeah. Like I, I think I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna test myself and, and take a listen to the last Van Halen album again because I had uh I bought it.
1: Van
0: Halen three. I'd...
2: No, the one after that.
0: Uh oh the one with Dave with came back. David
2: Lee Ross, yeah.
0: And there was a couple it's, of news. It's good. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's, There's it's some really good stuff on there. I, I think I didn't give it a chance because I was so set on you know Van Hagar or D- D- dlr or Van Halen that I wasn't ready to hear something else. But
0: Stay Frosty.
2: You know I think there's <laughs> Stay Frosty. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Those that of the songs on there. Although... There's a few songs in there. I like so I think I need to go back and listen to that album Van Halen Three a bit and because Van Halen Three that album was meant I think that album was meant to be a solo album for Eddie. Like so, the songs that were written and everything. And I think it just kind of evolved
0: into. So he, what he just kind of asked for well, at the last minute to come in or.
2: Well, no, I think it was like, okay, well, he have got these songs written. We should do a Van Halen an album. Okay, well, we'll just use these songs. He was maybe planning for a solo album or something, you know, because he'd always talked about doing a solo album. He always wanted to do that solo album.
0: Kind of like a Steve Vai, uh, uh, what was that one called? Um, Passion
2: and Warfare.
0: Yeah, Passion and Warfare. Like do his own. Like I version. think he always
2: wanted to do his own Passion and Warfare, like his own passion project. But...
0: That that would have been cool. Uh, the only... I mean,
2: there's so much. There's so much stuff in the vaults, though. From the sounds of things,
0: right. Well, the only one that that I know that he played that there was no actual lyrics was the soundtrack to Twister. Oh yeah, and. Originally, I didn't I didn't know it was them until I looked at the credits. I went, "Oh, yeah," because I mean, it sounds like Eddie just shredding about on there, and I'm like, that kind of sounds like Eddie. And then, kind of at the end, it was like reading it, going, "Oh, it was them." I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, and I mean, but anyway, I
2: I've, I've been sit- Oh, <laughs> you're sitting in the <laughs> car. <laughs> I've been sitting in the car for ten <laughs> minutes here. i gonna go in and have
0: dinner. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we'll cap it out. All off. right. Well, send me the
2: files and. Um, Big hugs and uh yeah. go listen to some Van Halen kids.
0: Yes, and happy birthday.
2: Yes, thank you. Yeah. Today's is the birthday. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right then. All right. Talk to you. Later. See you later. Okay. Bye.